Hello, this is Proper Ponderings for the Feast of St. Matthias, the 24th of February. And I would invite you to pray now with me the prayer, the collect uh, for today, and also the Ash Wednesday collect that is to be repeated throughout Lent. Let us pray. O Almighty God, who into the place of the traitor Judas didst choose thy faithful servant Matthias to be of the number of the twelve apostles, Grant that thy church, being always preserved from false apostles, may be ordered and guided by faithful and true pastors, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the collect for today, the uh, we acknowledge that God uh, put into the place of the traitor Judas, who of course betrayed our Lord. Um, he, in his sovereignty, which we'll hear a little bit about more about how that happened uh, shortly, chose Matthias to be of the number of the twelve apostles. Uh, when that vacancy occurred in the in the apostolic church, um, as it was, God uh, filled it. Now that the office of apostle has passed away now, um, at the present time, uh, I don't want to it to be implied that that would con that replacement would continue. But uh, Judas, because of his betrayal, had created, as it were, a vacancy, and so. Uh, we acknowledge that, and then we ask that the church will always be preserved from false apostles, or, or would always be preserved from false apostles and would be ordered and guided by faithful and true pastors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, it is humbling to remember um, that even our Lord's first disciples had their Judas. Uh, that's important also for us to remember because the church in this in this world will always be more or less pure. Uh, we will never be the church will never be perfect. It will always be beset with false teachers. Uh, but in this collect, we pray that God would continue to preserve His church from false apostles, from false teachers, and in turn that He would order it and guide it by true and faithful pastors. Uh, and that is that is important uh, in our day, just as it was important in Jesus' day. Here beginneth the fifteenth verse of the first chapter of the Acts of the Acts of the Apostles. In those days, Peter stood up among the brothers, and the com the company of person was in all about one hundred and twenty, and said, "Brothers, the Scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit." spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us, and was allotted his share in this ministry. Now this man acquired a field with the reward of his wickedness, and falling headlong, he burst into the middle, and all his bowels gushed out. And it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language, Akeldama, that is, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, May his camp become desolate, and let no one dwell in it. And let there be no one to dwell in it. 
and let another take his office. So one of the men who accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when, when he was taken up from us, one of these men must, must become with us a witness to his resurrection. And they put forward two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was called, also called Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show us which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry. And the apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place, and they cast lots for him, for them. And the lot fell to Matthias, and he was numbered with the twelve apostles. Well, Peter stood up in the midst of, um, of the early church. Jesus had, uh, of course, died and been resurrected, and then he just ascended into heaven. And they had gone and they had gathered in Jerusalem uh, and, and they were in this upper room. And they were devoting themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and praying. And so Peter stands up and, and he, in a congregation, as it says, of about 120, he notes that the scripture had to be fulfilled. It was prophesied that Christ would be betrayed, and Judas did uh, exactly that. And it recounts in, in great um, detail the death of Judas, that he fell headlong uh, and that his bowels gushed out. Uh, now elsewhere, we read that Judas hanged himself, and those who try to find um, alleged discrepancies in the scriptures will say, well, wait, did he hang himself or did he fall headlong? Well, um, I would suggest that there is no discrepancy there because it's possible to do both things. But the, the most crucial point of that is that Judas was dead. And there had been this field of blood, and, and it was bought with blood money. And uh, If you'll recall, Judas tried to return the money that he had been given to betray Jesus. But the Jews refused it, because even there it was blood money. And as had been written in the 69th Psalm, may his camp become desolate and let there be no one to dwell in it. And that field was uh, empty and let another take his office in Psalm 109. And it's important to note what the requirement to be an apostle was. That's why latter-day uh, people claiming the apostolic office, um, bishops are sometimes talked about as successors to the apostles, but uh, if someone claims to be an apostle today, well, they don't meet the requirement because they did not see Jesus. And that was the thing that Matthi both Matthias and uh, Joseph, called Barsabas, also called Justice, and Matthias, both had met that requirement. They had followed uh, he had been with the apostles and with the disciples from the beginning. And these two men were put forward uh, 
and they prayed and they turned it over to the Lord. And then they did something somewhat unusual. They, or to us anyway, they cast lots. And it fell to Matthias, and he was numbered with the 11 apostles. And so the, the 12 apostles were uh, completed, as it were. Um, here beginneth the 25th verse of the 11th chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. At that time Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. For, Father, such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus declared that God, in his sovereignty, had chosen to reveal his will uh, to, as he noted, little children, and hide it from the wise. Now, that doesn't mean that one cannot be uh, extremely intelligent and be a Christian, but it does mean that uh, wisdom, as the world measures it, is often irrelevant in terms of our knowledge of God, because our knowledge of God isn't because we have uh, high IQs or are well-educated and have a list of string of uh, degrees after our name, but rather our knowledge of God is purely by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus notes that that was the Father's gracious will, and then he says, all things have been handed over to him by the Father, and no one knows the Son except uh, the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son. Uh, they, God the Father and God the Son, had a very, or have a very uh, intimate and unique relationship, and no one knows the Father uh, except the Son, and anyone who, to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. It is God's sovereign choice, not ours. This should not puff us up. Rather, the result should be that we're humbled when we realize that our salvation and our awareness of the gospel is all of God's grace. And then Jesus bids, Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The call to rest in Christ is, is universal, but at the same time, uh, only those to whom the Spirit uh, works in regenerating their hearts will respond. And then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Well, a yoke was something that an oxen would, uh, still does, uh, wear when plowing the field. And following Jesus, uh, 
at times can be very difficult, but his yoke and his burden is light because we're not bearing it uh, on our own. We're bearing it by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I hope that you have a blessed feast of St. Matthias. May God continue to uh, preserve his church from false teachers and false apostles. And may we continue in that apostolic faith that the, that the early church taught and preached and proclaimed. Thank you and God bless you.